Oh, hey, everybody. What's up? Welcome back. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. Uh, it is Wednesday, January 18, 2023. So if I haven't told you already, happy new year. Pray in Jesus' name that you have a stupendous, spectacular, fabulous, and wonderful year this year. You kick major butt. And you accomplish a lot of your dreams and goals and aspirations, just anything like that. All right. So me and Justin got a treat for you today. This is Justin Lee Howell. I'm Sean Christopher Jenkins. Welcome back to wherever you're streaming from and watching from on our platforms. I'll tell you about our platforms in a minute. But anyways, on my Facebook page. So if you go to my Facebook page, Sean Christopher Jenkins, right? So let me go ahead and share that. I said I was going to share my social media pages, but I'm ready on it now. So on my Facebook page, Sean Christopher Jenkins, I got a DM the other day. So on my YouTube channel, have a playlist titled uh, questions from social media, right? So I always do videos on questions I get from people on my social media pages or just in general, like just from discussion and talks and they just send me a question and I do a video on it with Terry or with Justin or by myself. But anyways, I'm here to answer questions for you. I'm here to serve you. Justin is too. Terry is too. So like, if you have a question, shoot it out to us. So I'm about to share a question with you that I got from Facebook from somebody I went to high school with, right? So this was a great question. Thanks for asking it. So this video is for you. I got you. All right. So she asked me this question right here. So let's go ahead and get to it. All right. So the question was this. All right. So I, let me make it bigger so everybody can see it. Can you see it pretty good, Justin? Yeah, I can. All right. So I have a question for you. I'm a believer. I grew up believing, but I feel as if it was kind of something I didn't know much about, but just did. My question is, why do bad things happen to good people? And why do so many people die that have so much more life to live? I genuinely want to know, not being mean or condescending, I promise, my heart just hurts and it's just hard. So obviously she's not the only person that feels like this right so um i'm gonna let justin tackle the question first but i'm pretty sure i retitled this video you know why do uh bad things happen to good people right because this was her question you know why do bad things happen to good people and then she her second question was why do so many people die that has so much more life to live yeah and i want just want to start off thanking her for that question like she's going into it not trying to pop our faith or anything like that she's hungry for the word which i can really appreciate it makes it a lot easier to answer this and it this question in particular is one that i think everyone kind of asks like believers non-believers every kind of person every kind of religion it's like we see good things happen to bad people who don't deserve it and bad things happen to good people who you think weren't deserving I think the book that answers that the most, or at least addresses it the most, is Ecclesiastes. And it wonders, like, why do the righteous suffer, um, suffer from, suffer while the wicked gain rewards? And it's like, you still see that nowadays. Um, I think a, there's so many layers to this. I'll just start off, um, I'll just start off by, saying that the bible makes it very clear that the wicked like the bad people who sin god's punishment for them isn't like striking them with lightning or casting fire on their possessions it's letting them live in their own sin like uh 
we may think like good things are happening to celebrities. They're um, on TV and in interviews all the time. But man, look at the tabloids. If you like see like some kind of scandal, some kind of consequence of their actions are happening. It's like that's that almost doesn't seem like the good life if you weigh all the pros and cons to it. And that is a consequence of God letting them live in their own sin. They suffer the consequences. They don't they constantly go after material things, even if even if they're quote unquote blessed with money and fame and possessions, like the, you always want more of that. Like they always want a little more money, a little more fame. Like, man, football is like so, so big. It's like almost its own separate religion. I remember there was one interview where they asked, uh, how, um, how many more games does the coach want to win? He says, oh, just a little bit more. Man, it does not define greed at its core just a little bit more. You're never quite satisfied. For the righteous who follow God, in Proverbs 16, it talks about how the righteous, like even if even if the righteous don't gain much as far as material, they'll gain even more in their soul. Like I, I know that sounds like a, a cop out. Like oh, you you don't really. That's not really a good thing happening to good people. It's just like they get like warm fuzzy feelings inside. But no, if you really think about it, like that's. That's a blessing in itself, though. You're filled with God. Like, all the material possessions and the fame that don't quite fill you up, God honors the righteous by filling them up. So we almost have to define what is good and what is bad. And there are situations that are, well, definitely bad, like a passing of a loved one or um, losing a job or losing material possessions. But to that, I have to say that only God is only God knows how the full story is written out. Some bad things may happen now, but you don't know if those will turn out to be a blessing in disguise later, or if a family member passes away way too young. God, God doesn't promise we'll live forever, but He promised that He will be there, be there for us through these trials. So. I guess just a long, just a long story short. After I like give gave a long-winded answer, is God does honor good people. It's just in a way that we might not recognize. <laughs> Bro, you just made me think about a video I just did. Like, oh, oh what video? Oh, I just want to play it. Like, I want to play the video so bad, and like. I want you to hear it because I don't want to even butcher the story, right? Yeah. It's a really short. Let me. I want to go to my TikTok and do the edited version. If you can find it, that'd be awesome. Right. I'll I'll wait to go to the video, but um, actually, yeah, actually, I can keep talking if you want to look up the video. Right okay. Fast. You want to do? Yeah. Give me a um, another and another point I wanted to make. I guess like I'll just the. Um. I'll just like why do why do some people die like when they have still life to live? And that hits hard for me because I actually went into cancer research precisely because I feel like 
cancer doesn't care who you are, what race, what age, it will come after you. I have so many stories of people dying before their time. Um, so that one's a that one's a lot harder to answer. Hopefully, we can go more in depth about it. But to that, to that, I will say like that is a consequence of living in a broken world. This world is full of sin. Like it is full of spiritual and physical death. And sometimes bad things do just happen to good people. It's not like God is God is bringing cancer down onto my family. Um, it can just be that's a part of life. And like I said, God doesn't promise promise that we'll live forever. He doesn't even promise that a Christian life is going to be easy. That's a that's a bad that's a bad perception is there'll be like a few Christians who think that now that they found Jesus, like life will be easy. But no, man, look at Jesus. Look at the twelve disciples. Jesus hung had an excruciating death. Eleven of the twelve disciples were martyred. But but what God does promise is that he will be with you through those trials. And Honestly, I think our mortality makes us appreciate our life even more. Mm. I don't want to say, like, I don't want to say that, um, oh, we should just appreciate the life that we have. I mean, we should, but I feel like that's such a cop out. Right. I do. I do feel like. Uh, I do feel like God is the only one who knows how long we have, and. We just can't really, we can't really say how much life we deserve or how much life we have left. We just have to live up to the full potential and trust in the promises that God has given us, that he'll be there for us, that his spirit will be there for us, and that we can just lean on him for uh, that support. Yeah, I'll just say this, man. Like, you tore it up, man. Like, you went totally somewhere else I wasn't even going to go. But like it related to a video I did. So it's a video I did on my YouTube channel and it's titled Maybe, right? And I have a playlist on my YouTube channel uh, titled Storytime. So I just tell stories that I heard or it could be any kind of story. Like uh, I'll just leave it at that. It's stories that I heard that are so powerful and impactful. It's like Proverbs almost. And like it really talks about life, right? It gives you a proverb about life, right? So that's what this video is. So I'm about to play the video for you guys on my TikTok, though. So this is my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. So make sure to subscribe to that, turn on post notifications so you know when I upload another video. But I'm going to go to my TikTok because that's the edited version, right? So let's watch the video, man. All right, so I'm about to turn it up. You can barely hear it, can't you? Yeah, I can't hear it too well. I'm guessing everybody else can barely hear it, too. I think because you're on the phone. Oh yeah, yeah, that could be it too. Yeah. Can you hear it? Uh, let me try YouTube. Let's see if that one's better. But that sucks because this one's thirteen minutes. The other one's eight. Like I can. Oh yeah, better. All right. She just got rocked. You can turn. I can turn me up. Maya says she can't hear it, so I'm just going to stop. All right, so um, basically on the video, let's see if I remember. I'm going to butcher this story like crazy, but go to that video, guys. 
Like, um, it's a card that's going to share the screen. But with that video, I haven't listened. <laughs> I did that like six months ago. So obviously, I don't remember the story. But the story was Tom Brady told it. And he's talking about why he has so much success, like in the NFL, right? And he said that um, he has so much success because he doesn't let one bad game get to him. He doesn't let an interception get to him. And it's because of this proverb that he heard. He said there's a Chinese farmer, right? And he had uh, he had a – anytime somebody came to him with a situation, right, like um, – they came to him about his son and said, hey, man, you know, uh, they're coming to recruit kids, you know, to be in the war. You know, thank God that your kid, you know, had it. No, he, his kid got hurt, right? His, his kid got bucked off a horse. Yeah, that's the beginning of the story. His kid got bucked off a horse and he hurt himself. He broke his leg or something like that, something real bad. And, like, the neighbors came to him and said, we're so sorry about your son. We're so sorry about your loss. And. The Chinese farmer said, you know, maybe, maybe. Then uh, the the army started, uh, the horse that bucked off the, the, the Chinese farmer's son, uh, he ran away when that happened, right? So all the farmers and all the horsemen and everybody in the community came to the Chinese uh, farmer and said, we're so sorry that your horse ran away. And he said, maybe, maybe. Then... Uh, the uh the the army came to recruit like all the young men uh to be in a war that they had at that time and the army came to his door to try to get the, his son but obviously he's injured and he can't go to war right and so all the people in the community said you know congratulations like it's so good to you know even though that was bad that ha what happened to your son you know he can't go to war so that's good and the chinese farmer said maybe <laughs> so then and so then um after that the horse that they lost that ran away came back with 10 more horses right like he just came from out of nowhere and brought even more horses for the chinese farmer to have like nobody owned these horses so he got to have them so that's more horses more stuff you could do with them and stuff like that for money and profit and stuff and so everybody in the community is like man like that's so great you lost your horse now you got you got even more and so the chinese farmer was like maybe maybe and like the whole point of that story is the whole point of that proverb is you know in life good things and bad things are going to happen to you like things you want to happen to you and things that you don't want to happen to you are going to happen to you but you don't allow circumstances in life to dictate you know your happiness and your state of being and where you know where you're going to be at because troubles is going to come good times are going to come like these are guarantees in life. So you can't expect all good things to just happen in this life and for everything to always be okay. And that's the way Tom Brady, that's why he has so much success in the NFL as a quarterback. Like he's arguably the most successful. No, it's not even an argument. He is the most successful quarterback ever. He has seven Super Bowls, which is the most out of any NFL team. Like he has more Super Bowls than NFL teams have Super Bowls. That's crazy. And it's 30. NFL teams and they've been around since the 40s, since the 60s, right? So, like Tom Brady, man, then like he's arguably like the best quarterback ever just because how many rings he got. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and this is why he doesn't allow his success to define him, he doesn't allow his failure to define him. He just keeps on going on through life and tries to do his best through it. And I want to give everybody a scripture verse. Like that just I'm just trying to back up what Justin said because like it was it related like crazy, but like. 
Uh, I'm going to share you share a scripture verse with you guys. I'm going to share my screen. I made a few uh, PowerPoint slides for this just in case uh, if I need to share a scripture verse or something like that. So the scripture verse I'm going to use is Matthew chapter five, verse 45. Like I always like think about the scripture verse when it when it, when it, anytime somebody asks me, you know, why do bad things happen to good people? It's because God causes his son to rise on the evil and the good. And he sends rain on the righteous and on the unrighteous. So we may think in our minds, you know, that's what Tom Brady said with that parable. He said, what's good to us may not be bad to God. That's essentially what he was saying. You know, what we may define as something bad happening may be the thing that's going to catapult us and help us reach the heights and the levels that God intended for us. Right. Because without a Judas, the worst thing that happened to Jesus was a Judas. Right. Without a Judas. He would have never went to the cross. And without the cross, we would never be saved. We wouldn't have the relationship and the communion and the fellowship that we have with the Father if Jesus didn't go through the worst thing ever, right? Uh -huh. the, the 39 lashes, the, the mocking, the, the beatings, the, the glass, you know, the, the, uh -huh. this being so disformed and disfigured. So why do bad things happen to good people? The worst thing ever happened to Jesus, <laughs> the most perfect of, of us. So if anybody could complain about why bad things happen to good people, it's Jesus. Like, you know, like, what did he do wrong? Right? And that's how you know you're his child. The rain falls on the just and the unjust. If the world likes you, loves you, and everything's good for you, you're not one of my children because the servant is like the master. The child is like the father. Right? The, te the student is like the teacher. That's John chapter 15. If the world hates you, just know that it hated me. So life sucks for you. It's the worst thing since peanut butter. I mean, peanut butter is awesome, but you get what I'm saying. But if it's the worst thing ever, your life sucks, right? Congratulations. You're a child of God. Like, that's just the way this world order is. That's something else I want to say to him. That's the way this world order is. So me and Justin, we tore it up when it came to Revelations chapter 21 and 22, like crazy. So go to my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads, right? Upload, upload Past Crossroads right here. And you'll see a playlist titled Revelations 21 and then Revelations 22. And with these two chapters in the Bible, we talked about so much. But in those chapters, it talked about the curse. There's a curse on the earth, right? And this curse, we know more in the new world order. So in Revelations 21, 22, these are the last two chapters in the Bible. That's the first thing I'm going to say. The last two chapters in the Bible. So it's, it's the climax. It's, it's showing us what's to come right it's giving us a sneak peek it ain't giving us everything so it's not answering every question of why bad things happen to good people like what's the end result of that you don't know but jesus made us a promise i think it's in john chapter 13 verse 7 he said you don't you may not understand right now but you understand later that's a promise he gave to us and the promise is this romans chapter 8 verse 28 all things work together for good to those that love the lord and are called according to his purpose so even though we didn't purpose these bad things to happen to us even though we wouldn't choose these bad things to happen to us god did and that's a bold statement to make because most people would be like man god didn't create evil god didn't do no bad like god is a good god you got to accept all scripture baby and one thing atheists always try to do with me on social media is try to quote this scripture verse i'm gonna share the scripture verse with you <laughs> Right, this is gonna cause a lot of people to stumble. 
And this is what atheists do. They try to manipulate and twist scripture verses. So I'm going to share this one with you. It's Isaiah chapter 45, verse 7. Me and Justin talked about it before, but here it goes again. God said this, right? Nobody else said this. He said, I form the light and create the darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. So what is that verse saying? This verse is saying that God created everything. Who created darkness? Darkness exists because of God. God created it all, right? We can't say that, you know, he created light, but he didn't create darkness, right? We can't say he created good, but he didn't create bad. Like, he created everything. And everything works for his good, for his purposes, to glorify him. This is why bad things happen to good people. This is why bad things happen at all that, that we don't think should happen at all, right? Because it's going to, in the end, give glory and honor to God. We don't know how it's going to give glory and honor to God. I can't answer all those questions. But that's the whole point of being a Christian. It's about having faith and putting your trust in the Lord and his plans and not yours, not what you want, right? And that's so hard to do as a Christian. Really, it's impossible. It's called faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So we may not see the light at the end of the tunnel, but just because we don't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Just because you don't think something will work out doesn't mean it's not going to work out. Just because you think something bad with your feeble mind and what you think with your little pea brain doesn't mean that's what God intended. God's plans are bigger than ours. God's purposes are bigger than ours, right? So as a believer, we got to put our faith in his word. Just as we got to put our faith in his promises and what he says, because when he says something, he means it. You know, if God said it, that settles it. And he's faithful to his word and his promises. He said, all things work together for good. Bad things, good things, all things. Not some things, all things. So evil things work together for good to those that love the Lord and are called according to his purposes, right? So this is the whole point of why bad things happen to good people. Like, will you, the question is, if bad things happen to you, if things, if people you love get hurt in horrendous and awful ways, would you still trust in the Lord? Would you still put your faith in the Lord? Would you still walk with the Lord? Or will that cause you to stumble in your faith? Will that cause you to turn away from the Lord? And it's kind of like anytime Jesus was in his ministry, when the crowds followed him, everybody followed him, right? At one point. And at, at different points, I would say at different points in his ministry. And they followed him really for different reasons. Everybody had a different motive, right? Some people only followed him. Most people only followed him for food. Like, because they knew, they heard about miracles that he did, and they were there in miracles that he did when he fed the 5,000 with, you know, two fishes and three loaves of bread or something like that. Like, you know, how do you feed 25,000 people, right, (laughs) with just that? And he did, and they had leftovers, right, still. And then it said that many people followed him. But as soon as Jesus says something that they didn't like, as soon as Jesus said, like, you know, you got to do this in order to be my disciple, like for example, the rich man, he had Jesus told him, You want to he said, What do I gotta do to make it into heaven? You know, buy my way into heaven. He said something like that. And Jesus said, No, sell everything you have and follow me. <laughs> so if Jesus, if God changes your whole world and makes it dark, like just makes it awful, right? Would you still serve him? Would you still love him? That's how you know if you really love him. If you love me, keep my commandments, right? John 14, 15, you know, you know. If you, those who profess me with their lips, most of them are far from me, right? Why? Because they don't trust in what I say. They don't trust in who I am. 
right? I tell you to do something, you don't do it. That's not faith. You got to obey, right? So why do bad things happen to good people? Like there's so many answers to that question. Like just, I think we just need to write it down in a, in a, a PowerPoint. Like I'm going I'm to write it down real quick. Justin, you want to add to what I'm saying? I'm going to go ahead and write it down. Yeah. Just since we're talking about Jesus's ministry, like I think a powerful story that works in this case is when his disciples and the crowd and the Pharisees come across this blind man and they were debating, like, was it his sins or his parents' sins that caused him to be blind? Which one is kind of a terrible thing to talk about in front of somebody. But another thing is like Jesus said, they completely missed the point. The it doesn't matter like where the sin came from or why he was blind. He said that this was an opportunity to show the glory of God. And then he heal, heals him in the name of God. So a lot of a lot of times the problem isn't necessarily the problem. It's how we react to the problem that can have the most impact. And like disciple crowd were like trying to they weren't showing compassion. They were kind of doing the same thing we were doing now, like asking why why is this bad thing happening to this person? Was he bad? Was he good? Is it not his fault? I think the real question is how can we use this to glorify God? Mm-hmm. And as as Sean said in like Romans eight twenty eight, um like everything works towards the good of God. Like we just have to be the light on the hill, the salt of the earth, like the channel for the spirit for good to be accessed into this mortal plane. Um, and just, I just feel like that's so powerful because a lot of times our brains are so inclined to think of the negativities of life or injustices, like an imbalance of like where the good and bad is going, which isn't a bad thing. Like God is such a just God. He wants us to have justice for everybody. But at the same time, we have to be concerned about what are we perceiving as successful or good? And we have to realize like all of it is for God. All of it is for the glory of God. Whatever I eat, whenever I sleep, whatever I do, should be for the glory of god yeah yeah so far okay i'm gonna start writing out the answer based on what we say right so so far i got you know why do bad things happen to good people um you know to glorify god right to reveal and basically when i say that to show god in a different way to us it's kind of like in the and you read the book of genesis exodus leviticus numbers deuteronomy anything like that like especially exodus like God was revealing himself to the Israelites in a different way a lot. Like, for example, when they were in the wilderness, uh, Moses hit the rock. And then I think it was called Rapha something. What was that name? Uh, like, oh, I, don't, I don't remember. But basically the name that God gave him was the Lord, your provider. So it was like Jehovah Jireh or something. Uh, Jehovah Nisi was another name that they experienced. Uh, the Lord is my banner, right? Is that Jehovah Nisi? <laughs> but... You guys get what I'm saying? Like every name means something different, right? Jehovah Jiro, uh, Jehovah Rapha, Elohim, I am, like that's the name he gave Moses. Like all these names mean something different, right? Anytime you go through a hard time, God's revealing himself in a different way to us in those hard times so that we can discover and figure out that he's all we, we need, right? He's everything we need. He's that great I am, the seven I am's. 
You know, I am the bread of life. I am the water of life. I am. This is what he told Moses in the Old Testament. So we're experiencing these hardships in life and bad times in life to see another side of God so we can have more faith in him. See, Terry already said it in our past videos we did together, but I'm going to say it again. But basically, God's trying to show us where we are in the faith because God already knows where we are in the faith. He doesn't need confirmation of that. He's trying to show us where we are in the, in the faith and where we're lacking that too, so we can improve. Because that's what this life's all about. It's all about examining ourselves, strengthening in our faith, growing in our faith, you know, edifying each other, right? In the Christian life, it's, you didn't, you don't make it, right? Nobody's made it, <laughs> not until you're dead and you're in the kingdom. Yeah, I want to jump in and yeah. give us, I really like, maybe you've heard of it. It's, um, I didn't know God is all I needed until he was all I had. Mm -hmm. And that that was written on like the walls of a concentration camp, I think, which is powerful because, yeah, we sometimes we don't realize we need God until we get stripped away of everything else. Yeah. Yeah. And then why do bad things happen to good people? I said to strengthen our faith. I already, I already got to the second part of that. But uh, let me say something else, too. I want to add to what we're saying. So. Um, like I was saying, we, me and Justin, we did many Sunday school lessons and Bible studies and videos on Revelations 21 and 22. But I mentioned how the earth is cursed, right? So obviously, when Adam and Eve fell down, let me read the verse first. So Revelations 22 verse 3 reads this. It says, and there shall be no more curse, right? But the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. So reason why bad things happen to good people is two reasons, really. One, because of the curse of man, right? Because we fell. Adam and Eve fell. And God promised us when we fall from temptation, what would happen, right? So what are the curses of man? I want everybody to look that up. Like, what are some of the curses of man? You'll see it in, in Genesis chapter 3, verse 16 through 19. So here goes some of the effects of sin, right? When Adam and Eve fell, there's consequences for sin. There's consequences for doing wrong. You don't get pat on the back. You don't get approval for doing wrong. You don't do that. You don't get that in life. You don't get that in school system. You don't get that from work. If you don't show up for your job and you're lazy, if you don't do practice for sports, they're not going to play you in the game. Trust me. I'm a living testimony of that. I should have been in the NFL because I didn't practice and like practice. I'm not. So anyways, like you don't get paid, you know, you don't get a pat on the back for doing wrong. Right. And some people think they can get that as a believer. No, that God doesn't work. If man doesn't work like that, God doesn't work like that, obviously. Right. So. So what are the curses of men? Death, sorrow, and pain, and childbirth. So this is why it sucks. Periods. I'm adding to that, right? So a desire to control your husband. Friction between the sexes. So that's between man and man, woman and woman. Friction between the sexes, between men, right? Tension, friction, right? So the ground is cursed, right? It's not always harvest time. Winter's coming, like <laughs> when winter comes, nothing grows. I want pomegranates. I can't get pomegranates in the winter time. Anyways, let's keep on going. All right. So you will return to dust. That's going back to death. Like you decay. Everything decays. Everything rusts away. I'm freaking 30. I don't look. I mean, I look pretty good for 30, but I'm just saying, like, I'm not going to always look this good. Like, <laughs> like everybody looks off. <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop. All right. So you, you return to dust, you decay, you rust away. Everything does. Everything gets old. This is this world order. This is how the world works. Everything's cursed, right? So another curse of man, uh, your life will be a struggle. Oh, my gosh. 
Does your life suck sometimes? You will labor for food. You got to work. Come on, guys. Necessity of hard and futile work for the substance of man. Like, come on, guys. That's the curses of man. Like, this is why. This is why. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me just let me just go back to that verse. So Revelations 22, verse 3. There shall be no more curse. So God's promising us in the very last chapter of the Bible, Revelations 22, that there'll be no more curse for all mankind, right? If you put your faith in Jesus Christ, if you have eternal life, so you're going to be alive. This is the only way to heaven. He's the only way, right? So you put your faith in him. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> you're bound for the promised land. And you will abide with him. So the second reason why bad things happen to good people is because God doesn't really reign here. This is Satan's dominion. This is Satan's territory. How we know it's his territory. Evil, bad, darkness, right? Because in heaven, in Revelation 22, it says there will be no more nighttime there. Darkness, everything. Okay, <laughs> I got to really talk and teach, Justin. Like, I have a playlist on my YouTube channel titled God Speaks Through Creation, right? And everything happens in creation for a reason right because god's telling us how life works for example god speaks through creation 85 percent to 80 percent of the sea has yet to been discovered right 85 to 80 percent of the sea 95 to 92 percent of space has yet to been discovered what does that tell you that says there's a lot of stuff in life you just don't understand how much of science do we really know if we knew everything about science when we have the cure for everything, right? When we be able to heal everybody of everything, like they do on Wakanda, on you know the Avengers and Marvel. Like, come on, like, you know, like let's be real. Like, we don't have all the answers to life, right? If you did, you'd be more successful. People would know you. You'd be popular. You don't. Nobody does, right? Only God does. That's why, like, this is why the the world's cursed. Right, just the way it is. But in heaven, it's always daytime. What does daytime symbolize? What does darkness symbolize? Darkness symbolizes confusion, being lost, not being uncertain, like stumbling. You know, like you can't see your way in the dark, so you hit things and it hurts. Like that's life, right? But in heaven, it's always daytime. You can always see, right? You 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 know where to go, right? It's always daytime, it's never night. It's saying something because God's throne and the lamb shall be in it. So they're reigning with us. They live with us. They abide with us. You can spend time with them. They're right in your face. So obviously when we get to heaven, it's not going to be cursed because God's going to get rid of anything that's cursed. It says in those verses too, I'm not even going to read them. In Revelation 22 and 21, it says that anybody who's practiced adultery, who's a liar, who's a manipulator, who wants to hurt other people and do injustice, who wants to do things that's evil, are gone. They're thrown in the lake of fire. They can't even enter into the kingdom of God because it's guarded, first of all. Like, you, nobody can just enter in. It's only the righteous. You have to be invited in. You have to have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Everybody else is thrown to the lake of fire. They can't even get out of it. We're protected so we can live freely and have our being and not have to worry about it. So why do bad things happen to good people? So that when we get to heaven, we can enjoy it even more. Because Justin, I'm really talking. I'm sorry, bro. You going to add to what I'm saying? Or you yeah, I just, yeah, you really hit some chords with uh, some things I want to say now, too. But just to, just to go on the, that this world is the devil's domain. Like a lot of good things happen to bad people. Sometimes those are ill gains. My brother, I'm going to pick on him because I know he doesn't watch this. 
my brother loves to quote um life's a dirty game you gotta play dirty to win which i hate that quote um but i mean that's true like because we live in a broken world sometimes you do you do win if you like cheat or if you uh, play dirty and that, that sean's absolutely right it's because we do live in an unfair unjust world that's um controlled by the devil a lot of times because people let him have power in uh their situations in their domains but as ecclesiastes 320 i think says like from dust we came and from dust we'll return like everyone returns to dust like everyone dies everyone will have to answer to god one day and like what like the people who the people who supposedly had good things happen to them like how are they going to answer to god like they're, they'll, they'll be thrown into the lake of fire and the the righteous the just are going to receive their righteous rewards it may not be here on earth but when they when they go to God, like Jesus will point at them and say, I know him, I know him, I know her, and be receives the rewards of the faithful Christian. And it's 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 so hard, I think, to tell people that it'll be better after you die or um when we get to heaven. Because like that's so intangible for us. It's so hard to imagine. But that's really what God is asking us to do is like keep the faith continue to run that marathon till we reach that but all in all we do have to answer to god one day yeah yeah man it's so much just to, there's so many answers to that question but let me go ahead and i, I can only answer let me let god's word speak i'm not gonna talk man like i'm gonna back up everything me and justin are saying so revelations uh 21 verse 4 i'm gonna go to that it says, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, no crying, neither shall there be any pain, more pain, for the former things are passed away. So this is the this is what happens when you put your faith in God, right? Even though bad things happen to good people here on this earth, even though bad things happen to you right now, and you don't understand it, we'll understand it better by and by. That's a hymnal. So go ahead and listen to it. We'll understand it better by and by. We are often tossed and driven on the restless seas of times, uh, want of food and want of shelter, thirsty hills and barren lands. But in that, <laughs> I can't remember the words, <laughs> but you guys know what I mean. Eventually, like when we're in heaven and we're in glory and the mists have rolled away, we'll understand it better by and by. Because there's going to become a day where there's no more death. No more reasons to cry, right? No more reasons to cry. Death causes us to cry. Uh, bad things happen to us causes us to cry. Things, pain causes us to cry. Things we don't understand, people we love, things awful happening to them brings us to tears. But there's coming a day, if you put your faith in Christ and you put your faith in his word, there's coming a day where the former things are going to pass away. This world order is going to pass away it's because it's going to be a new world order. In Revelation 21, 22, it's called the eternal state, right? It's gonna, it's how it's gonna be for all eternity. How is it gonna be? It's gonna be a place where God's dwelling with us, where God's in our midst, and He's controlling and dictating everything. He's making sure that nothing happens to any of His people, right? Because these are all His redeemed people. This is how life should have been in the beginning, but it wasn't because we fell and disobeyed. But in this time period, like it's gonna be so perfect. I can't even describe it. Because I'm not experiencing it. Nobody can, right? We have yet to experience something like this. 
It's going to be a place where there's no more reasons to cry, where no more bad happens to us. Because if there's no more reasons to cry, obviously no, nothing's bad happening to you, right? So there's only reasons to rejoice and praise God, right? So let me go ahead and read. Uh, I'm going to read Revelations uh, 20. I'm going to go ahead and read Revelations 22, verse 1 through 5. I'm going to go ahead and read it. So, and it says, and he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, right? It's transparent as glass. It kept on saying that in Revelation 21 and 22. It said the walls, you can see through it. It's transparent as glass. The doors of heaven are always open. What does that tell you? There's no reason to hide anymore. There's no reason to hide in your cubicle and, and live in privacy. How many people live in privacy today? Like we have walls up that you can't see through. That's not transparent because everybody's ashamed to live in sin. This is this world order. But in heaven, in glory, when, when it's all said and done, if you put your faith in Jesus Christ, we're going to live in, in mansions or houses. I don't know, but the walls are going to be transparent and clear as glass. We're going to be able to see through it. Why? Because there's no reason to hide anymore. Nobody has to be ashamed anymore. Why? Because God's with us. He's reigning with us. And we're in his image. Literally, we're perfect beings. So we can be happy. We're what he intended to be. What We're what he intended us to be at the beginning. Right? But man, why do bad things happen to good people? Because of sin. That's the simple answer. It's not like that, right? So just based on everything I've been saying, you guys can, you guys get it, man. Let me finish reading this verse. Proceeding out of the throne room of God, right? So there's a pure river, pure river of water of life proceeding out of the throne of God. In the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river was the tree of life, which bare 12 manners of fruit and yielded her fruit every month in the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations and there shall be no more curse right there it goes again there shall be no more curse the curses of men i just talked about the things that make people cry the bad things that happen to good people and happen to even bad people right the hideous things those things will be no more why because the throne room of god and the lamb shall be in it and his servant shall serve him so this is a reason to praise god all right i'm gonna stop but anyways in revelation 22 verse 9 through 10 it talks about how john tried to worship the angel that was showing him all these visions, showing him how the eternal state is going to be, showing us how all of heaven's going to be like. Just a little glimpse because we don't know. We still don't know what we're going to be doing up there, really. Like, it's a lot of more questions, right? But I, I pray you want to know the answers because it's, it's a perfect place. It doesn't sound true. But all your pain and suffering will definitely be worth it, right? And I would even make a, a bet. The more you suffer here on this earth, the greater your reward is going to be in glory. If you put your faith in Christ, right? That's the only prerequisite. You're not <laughs> you're bound for hell if you don't do that. So no matter how you suffer, no matter how much you suffer, it's not gonna be in a hill of beans, but it's gonna be all worth it. You know, only what's done for Christ will last. It's gonna be all worth it. You put your faith in Christ and do what he says to do. All that pain and suffering. He's got he got a reward for you. So put your faith in that, right? But anyways, John tried to worship this angel because like everything he was seeing was so amazing. But the angel said, you know. Don't we don't do that here? This ain't the world order. We don't worship man and praise man for what they do. We celebrate all these celebrities and stuff. No, we worship God here. Only He gets to praise. So heaven's gonna be a place where only God gets to praise. He's reigning with us, he's the MVP, he's a superstar. This is how life should be. Imagine this world if it was like that. What life would be like, how we will work together, how we wouldn't even see race, because we're all servants of the Lord. That's what the angel said to John. That's why bad things happen to good people because everybody has selfish motives. They're, they're the MVP. They're the superstar in their little world. They only care about themselves. 
And when you do that, we stumble across one another and hurt each other when we don't have the right priorities and see life for what it really is. You know, life's really about serving God. In order to serve God, we got to serve one another because <laughs> as believers, we're the only guys that people are going to see. So obviously, <laughs> we're made in his image. We're supposed to be living as gods, right? But are we? And when I say living as gods, I'm just mean be a reflection of him. Be a light like he is, because you're we're called to be reflectors, right? Okay, just in case somebody wanted to nitpick at that. But Justin, you got anything else? And I'll end it off on this. No, I just want to make sure we address that second part of the question too, because someone's that oh, one's yeah, yeah. still talking about why do why do some people die young? Mm. And and I'll just say, like, Sean and I don't have the answers. Um, but I definitely know you don't have the answer either. Because like God's the only one who knows how long we have. And we do need to treat that as a blessing, too. That's not to say that I don't want to help cure cancer or help help improve the quality of life of someone to um, live as full of a life as they can. But we also have to realize that we just don't know how long we have. We don't have the answer. We don't know why people are taking away early. We, we should definitely not say it's because of God or the death. I do think sometimes rain does just fall down on everybody, good or bad. Same with death. It does strike strike people no matter the race or the age or occupation or anything. So I guess just closing out, I just say, appreciate what you have, man. Like, I know bad things are going to happen to you. Good things are going to happen to you. But, like, neither of those should matter. Like, it should matter that God has promised that he will help us through whatever situation we're in. Amen, man. <laughs> All right, to end the video, man, because we, we went on forever. That's a lot of answers, man. Like, <laughs> I think I think that, that man, we killed it, man. I, I don't even want to say this last part, but I kind of do. But, <laughs> all right, so I'll just go ahead and say it. So, uh, on my YouTube channel, one of my favorite passages in the Bible is Psalms 148, just because actually studied it in detail and psalm 148 is a verse it's a passage it's real short it's only 13 or 14 verses and like it doesn't when you first read it you're like yeah yeah i already know that i already do that <laughs> it's jay but no like it's it's like looking at the ocean like you you know if you go to a beach or something you just look at the ocean right you see it on a surface level but it's way deeper than that it's so much more depth in what you read in the bible no matter how simple it looks, right? You got to get in the trenches and see what it's really saying. So I'm about to bless you real quick. So if you go to my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads, you'll see a playlist on my YouTube channel uh, titled Psalms 148, right? And this, I got sermons I did on Psalms 148, Bible studies and lessons I did with Justin on Psalms 148. But let me bless your soul real quick, right? I'm going to read the passage and I'm going to break I'm going to answer the question again. Why do bad things happen to good people, right? I'm really about to break this down. And the answer is, there's, there's always a reason to praise God through the good or bad, right? So Psalms 148, verse 1 through 6 reads, Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights. Praise ye him, all his angels. Praise ye him, all his hosts, right? Praise ye him, sun and moon. Praise him, all ye stars of light. Praise him, ye heavens of heavens, and ye waters that be above the heavens obviously that's the sky right <laughs> let them praise the name of the lord for he commanded and they were created 
he hath also established them forever and ever, and he hath made a decree which shall not pass. I'm going to start right there. God has made a decree that shall not pass. When he speaks, it does something. He doesn't speak for nothing, right? So with this passage, just what it, just from the start, praise start, starts at the top down. Everybody in creation has a reason to praise God, no matter who or what you are, right? The, the In the heights. So the people closest to God, verse one, those people have a reason to praise God. Like the angels in all the hosts, have a reason to praise God. Everything in heaven has reason to praise God, right? That starts at the top, down, right? <laughs> then it says the sun and moon even has a reason to praise, praise God. The stars have a reason to praise God. The waters in the sky, so the rain, the sky, whatever you want to call it, those have a reason to praise God. Why? Because God created everybody, and he has a purpose for all of them. He commanded everybody to do what they're doing. Ants, if you haven't studied about ants, go ahead. There's so much life application with just how ants operate. I talk about rock, rock badgers on my YouTube channel. I have that playlist. <laughs> rock badgers are cold-blooded animals, but you can learn so much just from the animal kingdom, just how they operate. Everybody's praising God by being who they created God. I mean, everybody's praising God by being who God created them to be. And you're not praising God if you try to be anything else than what he created you to be. You don't see an eagle try to be an ant. You don't see a pig try to be an eagle. Or vice versa, mm -hmm. right? So God created you to be a man, be a man. God created you to be a woman, be a woman. And that glorifies God, right? Be yeah. who God called you to be, not who anybody else created you to be, right? So uh, praise ye the Lord from the heaven, ye dragons, and all ye deeps. So it's talking about sea creatures, you know? I told you 80 to 85% of the sea has yet to be discovered. Dragons. We don't know what a, a what is it, Leviathan? Like, we don't know yeah. all sea creatures. We don't, we've never been in the depths of the ocean. Stop playing. Like, <laughs> that's a reason to praise God. Even the unseen things in life, 95 to 90% of space has yet to been discovered. We don't know everything in space. Maybe there's life, life in space. Who knows? The heavens of heavens. There's three different heavens. Like, maybe even more. Maybe heaven's up in the sky, like it says in this verse. I don't know, right? So you guys get what I mean. But even unseen creatures, even if you feel unseen, even if you feel undiscovered, even if you feel like you're nobody, right? You still have reason to praise God. And there's the main part. I'm going to stop right here. All right. So in verses 8 through 11, just talk about all mankind, like from the top down, it talks about animals and beasts and everybody can praise the Lord. Even the lowliest and the highest of men can praise the Lord, right? Everybody can glorify his name because his name is greater than any and, ever, and any and every other name on the earth, right? We all have reason to praise the Lord no matter what you're going through because God has a purpose and God has he has done good things in your life. If you if you want it, your life could be way worse. Right. But we all have reasons to praise the Lord. In verse eight, my favorite, man, it relates to this video. It says fire and hell, snow and vapor, stormy wind, fulfilling his word. I'm going to stop there. Like, guys, even though fire, fire is looked at a as a negative. People's houses have been burned with fire. People have became scorched, and you can only see their flesh through fire. Fire has done awful things in this world. Vapors, smoke. Smoke is what kills, right? Snow. All right, snows can seem positive, but not just like a lot. Like, you know, and hell. Yeah. Hell does damage to a harvest. It destroys a harvest for farmers. So imagine what it would have been like in ancient time periods when they're quoting this verse. Fire in hell. 
snow where no harvest can be made because of a snow and winters kill people because it's so cold like come on stormy winds tsunamis hurricanes i already said that fulfilling his word okay what does that say that goes back to isaiah 45 verse 7 like god said i form the light and create the darkness i make peace and create evil i the lord do these things so the whole point is no matter what you go through in this life good or bad right awful or heinous or perfect and what you want it's all reasons mm -hmm. to praise the lord and we just have to get in line in what he and what he's doing right we have to focus on him through it all because if you focus on him he's going to give you the word that you need if you have faith in him you got you guys know what i'm saying so like god is purposing his plan is perfect we hear it all the time but do you believe it right his way is perfect his word is perfect do you believe it so no matter and i'm learning that too in the 30th year of my life life is not going the way that i won't i told you guys i have a player on my youtube channel title i hate my birthdays and i'm gonna do videos on it right now why my 30th birthday was so depressing because life didn't turn out the way that i wanted it to for 30 years but is that reason to stop praising the lord to lose my faith in the lord when he's done how much and i want to focus on verse six again like verse six of uh, uh psalms 148 verse six he hath established them forever and ever he hath made a decree that shall not pass god's purposes are perfect when he speaks something it's gonna happen right how long has the sun came up and down every single day how long has the moon came up and down every single day can anybody stop the sun from coming up and down i really wish somebody could say they could can you stop a tornado if it's meant and purpose to come and god said it's gonna come like you can't stop it what can you do against a hurricane like you can't fight these battles only god can god establishes everything how long will the sun exist will it ever go away or did god promise it will always come up and down he promised it will always come up and down. He promised there will always be day and night. Like, everything has a reason here on this earth. Now, how long has it done that? And how long will it keep on doing it? Until he says it's done, right? So God is faithful with his word, right? So everything he, if he can do that with the sun and moon, what do you think he's doing with you? You don't think he's establishing your path and your ways? You don't think he's sustaining your life and in, in, in your purpose and the plans he has for you? With all creation, stop playing. So he's perfect. Everything he does is perfect. You don't have to question it. The sun and moon, what does the sun and moon do? Like, because they both work together in tangent. Like, without one, we'd all be doing, especially without the sun. I want you guys to look it up. What would happen to life on earth without a sun? We would freeze. It would be no life. Nowhere. Nothing would grow. Nothing would survive. Everything be dead. Every creature. Some creatures will last a little bit, like a polar bear or something but eventually everybody would die off then also the sun helps all the planets to orbit around each other and keep them separate and keep them in the orbit without the sun we all would be just floating around aimlessly going in and everywhere the sun guys what does the sun symbolize it says in revelation 21 22 that god is our light we don't need no sun in revelation in in the end times in heaven because god's the light he is the sun god is sustaining us he's the center of our universe he has purposed everything perfectly if the earth was any closer to the sun we would burn if the earth was any further away from the sun we would freeze to death it's perfect what do you think he's doing with your life 
So there's no more reason to question, like, is if, if something bad or good happened to you, just roll with it. Trust in God's plan and what he's doing. And that's what I'm trying to do on my 30th birthday. So, Justin, I'm sorry, man. I went forever, man. But <laughs> I got fired up. <laughs> well, yeah, guys, that's the bill. Justin, you good? Yeah, I'm good, man. Yeah, sorry, guys. Like, I was feeling it, man. It's, I and I hope we answered that question for her, though. I, I think we did, man. I was feeling it. I was feeling it. I, I pray everybody else was too. Like, <laughs> it's something if I just feel it, nobody else feel it. Like, but anyways, guys, you know the drill, man. So we have Einstein with us, uh, Justin Lee Howell. Um, so you make sure to do him a solid. If you loved everything he said, man, he speaks a lot more on his YouTube channel, uh, Chaplin's Logs. So go ahead and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Turn on the post notifications. So click the bell so you know when he uploads another video. So he got a few uh, new videos for us. So go ahead and check that out, guys. And then also you can befriend him on his face Facebook page, uh, Justin Lee Howell. I can spell it right, right here. Tell okay. me like Phillips one week, right? Yeah, <laughs> I did that with Terry. Yes, uh, the day I said I just want to call him Terry Lee Howe, but <laughs> yeah. So yeah, uh, befriend him on Facebook, guys. You got any questions? You can DM him on his Facebook page, uh, Justin Lee Howe, and we'll get you guys questions on our social media pages. And then also, uh, instead of showing my YouTube, you know, I gotta show my YouTube channel stuff. But anyways, here goes my social media pages, man. Like all of them. Follow me on all of them. Turn on post notifications so you know when I upload any video or any posts to all of them because they're all lit and perfect, guys. For real, check them out. But anyways, if you go to my YouTube channel, upload past crows. We got a lot of stuff for you on there, man. Like we, I told, I just told you about uh questions that I answer from social media all the time. So this video will be on that playlist. So you, if you want to see more videos like this of us answering people's questions on there, check out that playlist. Also, uh, yeah, check, check out this video as well to actually hear the story of the proverb I try to share and butchered like crazy on this video. And then also, uh, why do bad things happen to good people? I've done a lot of videos on this on my YouTube channel, actually. So check that out. And me and Justin actually covered this uh, through other videos as well, but in a different way, especially with like Psalms 148, 7 through 10, like I try to break down. So I, I went way deeper in there, me and Justin did. So check that out. And then I told you about Psalms 148 already, that playlist. And then Revelations 21 and 22. So that's the video, guys. I pray that everybody was blessed by it, man. And I pray that everybody has a stupendous and great rest of your night. I'm about to go live again, so I'm not done with you guys yet. But uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Justin, you got any closing words? Are you good? Yeah, y'all just stay blessed. All right, guys. Peace out. You have a good one. I pray I answered your question. And anybody who ever wondered why bad things happen to good people. And why do people mm -hmm. die young? You know, yeah. God's the sinner. He does everything perfectly. All right? Yeah. So we just got to trust, trust him. him. We just got to trust in them, man. Even though we want to question them, it's okay to question them. We just got to trust yeah. in them. All right. But anyways, guys, that's the video. All right. Peace out. Happy New Year. Bye.